make sure you check out Tragic Nostalgia, the debut album from Winnipeg's Jared Adams. It'll be available to stream everywhere on June 26th, and you can visit tragicnostalgia.ca right now for more information. Radio. Uh, once again, on the uh, quarantine mode, doing a remote call, as is the new normal at this point. And I have a full band here, which is kind of cool, because usually this remote thing kind of makes me uh, stuck interviewing like one or two people, usually just one. And th- it's always kind of a challenge when I have a whole group of people, because sometimes the audio is just terrible. But just in talking to you guys before we started recording, it actually sounds pretty decent. So I'm hoping this one won't be one of those crazy echo laden, like just garbage <laughs> calls, but I think it'll be good. So I think before we even get started anywhere, because there's four of you on the call, uh, let's just kind of go down the list here of, of who I'm talking to and what you guys do in the band. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll get started. And just to touch on like your audio thing that we're actually running our live setup, our in-ear monitors nice, so that we can all individually hear you and we can, we're just using like the microphone on the laptop. Sweet. Yeah, so, it sounds good. Yeah. 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 And we're in my walk-in closet. So <laughs> even better. Yeah. Yeah. To the nice, max. Nice. yeah, for sure. So I'm Chris. I do vocals in the band. Uh, I haven't been doing them for that long because we had to, like a lineup change. So, uh, I stepped up to the plate, started doing some vocals and, uh, yeah, recorded an EP and like released our single yeah. and yeah. Cool. Who else we got here? Uh, I'm Evan. I'm the drummer in the band. Uh, also, we practice at my place, right. and I'm the one who recorded everything and did the mixing, mastering, and all that stuff. Cool. I'm Tyler. I'm the guitarist in the band, kind of like expert-ish here, uh, kind of like a gear guy. So, like, okay. the rack case and all that stuff, I hope to get set up, and, like, uh, the in-ear system, all that, I hope to get working. Cool, and this cool. whole crazy stuff here, too. In the in the closet, yeah. <laughs> in the closet, yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. Uh, I'm Adam. I'm the bassist. I'm a bit camera shy, so don't mind me. Okay. Um, I do a bit of the graphic designing for the band. For example, some of the uh, uh, EP cover art is going to be done by me. Cool. Um, and other than that, I play the bass and yeah. She does a bit of screaming as well. Right yeah. Do right some on. backup vocals. Yeah. Are you also in the closet with the other three, or are you somewhere else right now? Yeah. No, I, I, I'm in here. I don't know if you can see the hand wave. I can see the hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. Right He's just under the shelf. Yeah. Right on. yeah. So I guess just to get, kind of get started, like, you know, I've been doing this for long enough that uh, when I interview a band, I kind of like to try and place them, like file them away inside my own head to kind of figure out okay. where they fit in within the local music scene and then kind of within the, the larger music scene as well. So I'm going to start with a shitty question that I, I hate asking and everyone hates answering is, you know, if someone you know says oh hey i hear you're in a band what's the easy kind of cole's notes way you define it because i I know it's hard now because there's so many subgenres of subgenres it's the worst it's it's brutal so i'm gonna start off with this question and get this out of the way and then kind of we can get some more interesting stuff so i feel like for like most bands it's it is like the worst question ever because they're like oh we're jazz fusion blah 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 and like for us no different at all it's like really hard to put like just one label yeah so we just say 
like typically we'll just be like, oh, we're in like a metalcore band. Okay. That's kind of our go-to. But with with like what we record and how we do everything, there's such a fluctuation in like in the whole metal spectrum. Sure, yeah. There's like there's so many waves and so many little subgenres within uh, that it's so hard to like pinpoint. And each of those so, subgenres has its own subgenres, and it's yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. It's it's so crazy. So like we take influence from easy core, we take influence from hardcore, from thrash all this stuff, but we sort of just kind of scoop it all together and say, yeah, we're just a metalcore band. So are there are there other artists that you would point to kind of as a group that you all sort of agree on, whether they're direct influences or not? Just like, uh, is there someone that you're all fans of that would be an easy kind of uh, example? Probably uh, maybe Beartooth. Okay. Uh, well, it, it's tough too because we all, we're all like Adam and I, the bass player who's under the, the shelf here. <laughs> we... we <laughs> We're like best friends. We grew up together. We like we evolved our sort of music that we love sure. at the same time. So we have the exact same influences. And then Evan sort of like touches on that spectrum that we both enjoy a lot. And then Tyler, I don't want to single you out, but he's sort of the odd one out. He really listens to like the more old school, like thrash, okay. like death metal. Yeah. Like- uh, Lamb of God, uh, Metallica, those are like oh, yeah. Yeah. my bands. Yeah, and then like for me and Adam personally, we like like Beartooth of Mice and Men. Okay. We really got into like Bring Me the Horizon and like that earlier like metalcore, deathcore, hardcore punk sort of stuff. Sure. And then I think we can all agree on bands like Veil vale of Maya and stuff like that. More of like the new wave like metalcore stuff. Cool. And again, yeah. just 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 to, so I can file you guys away in my own head, um, were there bands in the local music scene that you guys kind of came up uh, being fans of or going to shows of that kind of you know maybe inspired you to do this? Um, I think we there's one in particular, and they're not even a band anymore, okay. but I know we all know of, and at the time had had interest in commencing Human Desperation. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they've all sort of gone their separate ways, but the members now we actually all have like. Not every member of that band, but we do have relationships with like Dylan Harrison and Dakota cool. and guys like that, and we're we're all still sort of in the same scene, which is really really cool. Yeah. Well, ha- what has your experience been like within the local? I, I mean, just for lack of a better word, heavy music scene, because I mean, again, there's all these little subgenres and and various ways to divide it up, but Winnipeg has always had a strong heavy music scene, whether it's hardcore, whether it's metal, <laughs> whether it's punk rock. Like, have you sort of found a spot where you guys fit in? within that umbrella um so yeah we've yes and no so we're sort of on that weird sort of like we're not sort of in one genre so it's hard to like for us to book a show and be like yeah we fit this bill perfectly because like we play some punk songs we play some like sort of like deathcore songs right so for us to like be in a bill we've never really fit all that perfect which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, it could be but, good having uh, that nebulous kind of sound. You can fit in with a bunch of different artists, right? Yeah, for sure. So we've talked with other artists and stuff like that. And it's sort of like building a scene within a scene is what we're trying to do. So the bands that we really enjoy, like their music, as well as playing with them, would be uh, like Plane Shifter yeah. right now. We had a show that was booked with A Grizzly Fate and then Plane Shifter and Stop, Drop, and Burn, as well as ourselves. And we figured that was almost like the perfect bill for us because it was sort of like the easy core A Grizzly Fate style, which we sort of touched on, as well as like the metal core from uh, Plane Shifter. And then we sort of got into that heavier stuff, too, where Stop, Drop, and Burn also kind of fit that bill as well. So we were that sort of in-between 
where we can fit the whole spectrum and have all these guys that we actually really enjoy hanging out with and being a part of all in the same room and playing the same show together. That one was really like the perfect one for us. And then we really want to play a show with Murder Capital. Yeah, those guys are great. Those yeah. guys are, yeah, they're awesome guys. Really and cool band. We, yeah. So I, I need to ask you about Easy Core because I think it's just because I'm too old. But uh, like you know, <laughs> okay. yeah, I grew up listening to hardcore. I grew up listening to you know. I mean, I can definitely hear a thrash song, figure out where that goes. Metalcore, same right. thing. But Easy Core is a new one on me. So what? How do you define Easy Core? What the hell is that? Uh, to me personally, Easy Core is pop punk with breakdowns. Okay. Okay. And yeah, so yeah. the the best band I would describe Easy Core would just be a day to remember if okay. you've ever heard yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like drop C guitars. They use like China in the breakdown. They're like happy singing and like the choruses, uh, stuff like that. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a, every week. There's like a new core genre or post post <laughs> oh, yeah. core. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, I can't keep up. Yeah. Uh, how has this um, quarantine affected you guys? Obviously, you're in the same room or in the same closet right now, so you guys yeah. are okay with being around each other. But has this had a big big impact on you? Because the, the reason I ask is because it's kind of on everyone's mind right now. And every mm-hmm. band I've interviewed has had a different experience with it. Some people have had, you know, big shows and tours they've had to cancel. Some people have just kept on going throughout. Like, what's your experience? With yeah. That? So we're all sort of like those emo kids who like don't have a huge friend group. And this kind <laughs> of like is our main friend group. Okay. So like in our personal lives, we don't spend a lot of time in social situations anyway. So we do feel safe when we see each other because this is the most interaction we typically typically get anyway yeah, yeah yeah so we don't feel like nervous or scared when we get together because we know like i tyler sees his girlfriend evan yeah. sees his co-workers and that's that's like pretty much it and i live with my bass player here right, right. so that helps yeah. yeah so it's it's pretty good but then as as a band and as like progression uh it's it's been like a learning curve because everything's changing yeah and we've had plans like we were going to start booking a tour in like the be in like spring. We were going to start booking for the fall and uh, getting on that, but all of that's obviously sure. all wiped away now. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's really just like a learn as you go, and there's like there's no set rules. Nobody's like this is what you need to do to survive or anything. And we're such a small band still, where we could just not do anything. And it wouldn't really affect us all that much. Yeah, yeah. Is that a so, bonus? Like, do you think that's a good thing that you're you're new um, enough? I guess that you don't have to worry about this big, you know, because if you've been around for six years and built up this big, you know, archive of music and tours and stuff, it's a much harder blow, I would imagine, than than yeah, being for sure. Like, I work with Paul from Screaming at Traffic. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I I think you know him. Yeah, I do know him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he like me and him all, all talking music all day every day. Sure. And I know like his band in particular has been affected like pretty great they have yeah yeah because they, they have like a strict schedule of like we need to post once a day we need to do this we need to do this like we have quotas we need to make and like everybody's world is changing and ours hasn't actually changed that much which i guess is sort of like a blessing in disguise but uh i mean like we're all just like oh we want to play shows we want to do this we yeah, want to yeah. do this and like yeah. what is the next smartest move and like do we do we book a show for three months from now or is there gonna be a second wave or yeah yeah so yeah it's 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 stressful and it makes you feel like you're not getting anywhere but i don't know man it is what it is and we're just doing our best right has it the one good thing that came from all this is the fact that just gave us more time to work on just new songs and work on our live live setup because nice. this uh this in-ear setup we never had this before the 
like before COVID or, or any of that. So okay. we were able to get all that set up. We were able to just work on getting like backing click and backing tracks and getting like bass drops for like live shows and stuff. stuff. So cool. we have all the, the stuff ready to go. We're just not able to use it yet. Yeah, until, until sort of things di- come dialing down. in and yeah. fine tuning has been like, it's been so much easier now because free time and sure. Yeah. Has it been more creative for you guys? Have you found that you're able to, to work on more? Oh, sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, like Tyler himself, like, uh, before all of this, it was sort of like a collective thing, how we would all write our music. And it was like, okay, well, I wrote a guitar part that was like really sick. And like, let's turn this into a song. And now Tyler's like, oh, well, I wrote two songs last night because I was bored. <laughs> it's like, whoa, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm also just like currently unemployed because of like the whole COVID thing. So I got just tons of time on my hands. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, what do I do today? I'm going to write a song. And right like, oh, that song was, was quick. Let's write two more. And, see where all that goes cool yeah so for like personal creativity and personal growth as musicians it has it has been pretty good cool Yeah. 
As far as the uh, the EP you guys have been working on, like mm-hmm. since you've had all this time now to well, first of all, the EP when is it coming out? Is it already out or is it coming soon? It it's in the works. We, we talk about it nearly every single day. It's okay. like, hey, what's our release strategy? Like, yeah, what yeah. do we do? And like, what what is the smartest move right now? It's so hard to to say, right? Because like traditionally, you're like, well, you wanna you wanna book like a good venue. Yeah, you wanna like hype it up. You wanna have an EP release show. Definitely. You want everybody to be there. And it's like, well, we have these are songs we played last year. We've just now got around to having the time to record them and like have mastered products. And it's they're they're sort of old news for us, but it's new new news for for everybody else. So we wanna we wanna get it out there so that we can move on because we have so many things like ready to go almost. Yeah. But uh it's sort of like what well what's the strategy? What's the what's the smart move here? And it, it's hard to it's hard to say. Well, that's cool because that's that's actually exactly what I was going to ask. It's like, do you feel like those songs now are are like you guys have moved on past it? And, and then, oh. I mean, you're kind of stuck. I guess whenever you release the EP, you're kind of stuck playing those songs live at least for a little while. Yeah, because... we had that talk as well. Like traditionally, you release an album, you tour on that album yeah. for like a year or whatever, right? And then you sort of start start the next project. But we we started off very backwards. It was like, okay, we're a band we have a show and like even with Tyler it was like we we became a band and that's how it started and then like a week later it's like okay we've got our first show cool. and it's like hey well like put everything together like just like you do have what to we can right? yeah. yeah and so we like we played shows for like a year and we had like almost nothing on like social media really like we had our profiles and stuff yeah. but we didn't have like our Spotify account we were really bare bones and we were realizing like earlier like at the start of this year, early last year, we were like, oh, wow, like we're, we're doing everything totally backwards. And it's hard to be taken serious when you're not doing what every normal band is doing at the time, right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's interesting, too, because I think that's like a, it's a weird um, like problem of this current era. Because, I mean, like, you know, the last time I played in the band was probably over a decade ago. And I, when I really played in bands would have been like early 2000s, late 90s, that kind of thing. And it was t- completely different then, obviously, right? Because we didn't have... Yeah. Social media didn't even exist. Like, the last band I was in, MySpace barely existed and we had a MySpace <laughs> profile, right? So, like, I mean, this yeah. whole concept, it's cool for me to hear about because I do it as a podcast and promote myself and things like that. But the idea mm-hmm. of doing it as a band, it's, it's got to be like a whole extra skill set that you have to learn, right? On the fly. Yeah, yeah, like every day we're learning something new. We even just had like a three hour long meeting as a band talking about, okay, like we've been in contact with Manitoba Music, we're registered, and they're giving us all this information. And then like we had this promoting company message us and they're giving us all this information. And it's like, whoa, like, it's really an eye opener. Like, wow, like, like, this is crazy. And we still have so much to learn and so much to like grow. Yeah, it's really it's unreal. Yeah, well, and especially if you don't have a, a previous experience doing that too, right? I mean, if you yeah. guys are playing music, you're playing music, but then there's this business side of things that is kind of essential uh, at this point. Yeah. It's, it's weird. 
Yeah, and that's like I feel like that's the one thing that everybody like sort of overlooks yeah. when they're like either joining a band or they, even like they're really interested in a band. It's like, oh well, they're only doing one show every four months. It's like, well, yeah, that might be the case, but like almost every single day or at least like a couple times a week, they're together and they're figuring out like business related things. They're planning. They're doing all of these things behind the scene that nobody yeah. thinks about because a band is like it really is almost like a job. It is, and yeah, we're yeah. we're all working two jobs right now technically. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because of it. Yeah. Does that suck some of the fun out of it? Like having to deal with that stuff? Or would you rather just be um, playing music and let someone else kind of handle that side of things? I mean, there's definitely times where it's like, okay, like we do Wednesdays and Saturdays for sure. That's like our days where we get together. And there's times where, like today, where it's like we get together, we talk, we plan, we strategize. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like this kind of blows but when you get together and you play your music and especially when you play a show and there's that energy and there's like that that whole feeling in the room it, it just makes everything worth it and you don't forget about the crappy times where you're arguing in the basement because yeah. one guy has one idea another guy has another idea it it everything just washes away and it, you're just consumed with that moment and you're like yeah this is why we do what we do and this is why we put in the hours behind the scene totally so once yeah. assuming the quarantine ended like tomorrow Kind of what's the next mm. step for you guys? Do you have an idea of how you want to tackle, you know, back to some form of normalcy? Um, well, if in a perfect world, if quarantine was over tomorrow, we'd be doing an EP release show tomorrow. <laughs> and we'd <laughs> right be getting on. some music out there and, yeah, yeah. We would, you know, we'd be yeah. having a great time. But we like we've been uh, like really excited to do this. We host like basement shows every nice. once in a while. And like all hosted by us, we get the gear, we get these bands and we're like, hey, just show up and play. Here's your tickets. This is how much money we would want you to charge. But like whatever you make off your ticket sales is for you. Yeah. And so we've got like the Stop, Drop and Burn, a Grizzly Fate plane shifter show. I think I said that right. Yeah. yeah. yeah you mentioned that uh, we, we've got that one uh, like postponed right now. And I know we're all just so excited to play it because all we know everybody in those bands and they're all just great guys and we're excited to just like get wild with them in a basement. That's awesome. Get, yeah. get sweaty and hurt people. And, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the best yeah. shows. Basement shows oh, are the best sure. shows, especially for, for yeah. punk rock and stuff too. It's like uh, it's this weird kind of big subculture of folk artists playing house shows and stuff and that seems to get all mm -hmm. the attention. But I've been to some of my best best punk shows I've ever been to have been in basements full of sweaty girls. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just an awesome way yeah, to Yeah, there's like there's like such a connection even if you're like you're really like flailing your arms yeah. you're like like hurting people there's like there's a unity there that's like unlike anything else it's it's really great do you guys prefer that kind of thing or would you rather play a bigger venue i mean i think with every band the goal is like it's like festivals and tours sure. and yeah, like yeah. we want to play in japan one day and do all this stuff <laughs> yeah. but like i don't think that feeling of playing a, like a dive bar and like that that rush is ever gonna like change it whatsoever yeah yeah with the yeah. intimacy of the audience and stuff too yeah oh for sure yeah so if people are hearing about you for the first time on this podcast like i mean maybe just for context i kind of first heard about you guys when you sent me uh the single to listen to mm -hmm. i had seen the name around because i tried to like scour the internet and find every local band i can but i was okay. like oh this is cool you know like so i appreciate you guys reaching out like that but yeah uh, if people are listening to the show and, and they don't know about you what's sort of the best way to find out what you guys are up to um once things get back to to normal i think we're the most active on instagram right okay. now so our instagram is Epirus official uh i mean right now we're not crazy active because yeah, like we're not just happening. gonna keep 
keep posting pictures of us standing like in a forest together. <laughs> um, but yeah, when when things pick back up, we we do post the most on Instagram, okay. and we have our Facebook account also at First Official. <clears throat> And we'll be doing some more stuff on YouTube for sure in the future. That was one of the things that we talked about in our meeting today. Cool. But, uh, yeah, Instagram is just the easiest for us. You get a cool picture with everything that we have to say. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and then I guess once you have shows, that'll all be up there as well, right? Yeah, Instagram and Facebook for sure. Okay. And then as far as actually hearing your music, what are the, what are the best options right now for that? Uh, I think the easiest for most people is just Apple Music and Spotify. Okay. Uh, like major streaming platforms, uh, our single right now is up on there. And then for people who like, they don't want to have a monthly subscription or whatever, you can uh, get it for free on Bandcamp as well. And all our lyrics are on Bandcamp because I know some people are into that. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That, it's, uh, yeah. What, when you have the EP out, is it going to be released physically or are you guys just doing the digital thing? Um, I think that's going to be still in the works. We don't, we wouldn't want to waste like CDs on like a five song EP okay. per se, unless there was like, we're, we'll talk about it and we'll like see, like sort of like see what people think, engage some interest and, uh, ask some fans. Cause a lot of our fans are like closer friends. Sure. Um, sure. so yeah, we'll sort of like see what the interest is for, uh, like physical copies, but the, the plan is always going to be like, for free on streaming platforms for the most part. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, yeah. I, I just like to ask that because like, I'm one of those weird people who listens only to physical music for the most part. Like, I, I don't have Spotify or Apple Music or any of that stuff because I'm too stubborn. To, to oh, switch. okay. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I just thought I would... I, I, like, I like to find out what people are thinking about that. Like, do you guys... Are you guys all in that streaming mode or are you into physical stuff or what's the kind of the uh, preference as a band? Oh, no. <laughs> I love CDs. Like, any show I go to, I'm, I'm always buying CDs. Yeah. And I think, like, yeah, I still have, like, a CD player. I'm still, like, collecting. I think, like, one of the few guys in the band that still does that. There's there's definitely that certain feeling to owning a CD, having that physical material possession that you can say is rightfully yours yeah. and it, you know, represents that band that you love. And there's definitely CDs that you collect, but I feel in this day and age, we're definitely leaning more towards, you know, the digital side, or at yeah. least I feel I do. Um, yeah. Yeah, personally, I'm like, I I don't even own a CD. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> every everything's just like I'm such a busy guy and on the go. I just want to like put on Bluetooth in my car and just like go. Sure. Like it automatically connects to Spotify. I'm good to go. Nothing to worry about. Uh, but that's just me personally. Yeah, I know yeah. Evan has quite the CD collection. Even I've looked and I'm like, wow, like these are some sweet CDs. And so I'm not opposed to the idea. I just uh, just for like ease, I just I just stream. Sure. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of bat both ways, and I I also have records as well. Cool. Yeah. Uh, me too. Yeah. It's it's all kind of like it it serves a purpose here and there, and I honestly think we'll we will make some physical copies. Not saying how many we'll make, but there'll be some floating around, if not just for us. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about it. We all definitely want a physical physical copy of like our first EP. That that's gonna be uh, something that we're gonna do for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, again, it's just, I, I'm asking out of my own interest because, like, uh, I, I feel like I'm a dwindling, uh, like, a dinosaur here <laughs> at this point. Like, I still have my tapes yeah. from the 90s and stuff that I never never got rid of, so, you know, like, yeah, it's, uh, but, but... Yeah, I think it is, like, a generational thing I as think well. So, yeah. Like, I'm the youngest guy in the band, and okay. I don't have any CDs, and I think that sort of, like, speaks for itself, you Right, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how old are you guys, out of curiosity? <laughs> I'm 21. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the bassist is 22. Okay, the invisible base. Yeah. 
I'm 27. Okay, okay, so you're the you're the, the old man of the group, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. old man with the records. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the least mature, I'd say. I don't, <laughs> maybe. No, that's cool, because it's... it's well, one, for one thing, you can never tell how old people are once they pass like twenty. It's just impossible to, to gauge. <laughs> oh so, yeah, like yeah. you know, like I'm 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 more than ten years older than your oldest member at this point. <laughs> so, like oh, my, my experience, my experience with with local music and with just you know consuming music is so different, which is why I'm always curious, right? Because like I mean, you know, I'm definitely set in my ways and I refuse to change, and I'm old and stubborn. But like, it is definitely a way, a new way of of people just producing and consuming music at this point that I think is super fascinating. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there was no question there. It was just, <laughs> just me rambling and telling kids. Yeah, to yeah. yeah, 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 <laughs> But no, yeah. I'm, again, I'm, I'm glad you guys are. Uh, you guys are have an EP coming out, and, and I hope things get better in terms of you know just the ability to play shows soon yeah, enough so you can get that out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not even just like the, the people in bands who are just like sitting at home and are like, oh, please, I <laughs> yeah. just want to like go and scream and jump around. But even for like the consumers, I know sure. so many people that are like, oh, I just want to get out. I want to like have that like that uh, experience and just do that again. Yeah, definitely. And I think we're all the same too. Yeah, I was talking to Adam one night, and on the whole consumer side of things, I know like I love going to shows. That's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. And like I was telling him after COVID's done, like every single opportunity I get to go to a show, I don't care what it is, like. I'm definitely going. Like, I'm not missing out anymore. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Get drunk as hell and go to every show possible. <laughs> yeah. When do you think that's going to happen? Because I know some venues are, are doing kind of like, you know, socially distanced shows as early as next week with limited uh, capacity and stuff. Like, do you think that, do you hope you guys will be back on stage like within a couple months or what do you look, what do you think? Um, I well, think that there's going to be such a huge demand in yeah. like, in, like, let's say a, like, I think the Park Theater, I know they're buying, like, some digital shows, but soon as the stuff, like, bands are going to be booking, and they're going to be booking, like, as soon as, as fast as they possibly can, right? Yeah, so I think there's going to be such, like, a huge demand of bands that are like, hey, it's back, we're playing shows, let's, like, book, like, I'm sure bands are even booking right now. Yeah, We're sure, personally yeah. not. But I think there's going to be such a like high demand. It's going to be a bit before we can play a show again, unless we start jumping on it right now. Yeah. Um, that like it might it might still be a little bit, but we're, we definitely want to get out there and like start playing again for sure. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I'm glad again. Like, I hope I hope you hope it happens soon. <laughs> Not just for you guys, but like for for yeah. me as well as a listener and uh, just like someone who likes going to shows. It would be nice to to be able to actually do that, and for every other band too. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's patiently waiting, and it's eating us up inside. Yep, it's killing everybody. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, again, I appreciate you guys reaching out because it's nice to talk to you. And uh, what do you want to just mention where they can find your music again one more time? Yeah. So uh, the easiest uh, platform is Spotify or Apple Music, and uh, both of those are Epirus. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, one uh, single. It's not me. It's out featuring James Blick of a Grizzly. Super cool dude. Right on. Thank you to him for uh, for being on the track. Right on. Well, and thanks to you guys for coming on the show. It's a fun conversation. 